So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. It's so nice to see everyone jumping on board and saying hello. Uh, my name is Lloyd, and I'm really honored to be serving you, the Father's House community, uh, in this way this morning. If you're watching this devotion later than live, as you know, you can always fast forward and skip uh, this bit. This is where we get to say hello and connect with one another um, as we get started with our conversation this morning. So a couple of greetings uh, at the start of this morning's devotion. I see uh, Pastor Dean and Pastor George who are first on YouTube. Good morning. Thank you so much for saying hello. Uh, and, and Alfie um, saying good morning uh, on Facebook. Thank you so much for um, for saying hi. Uh, I see Andres uh, is joining us also on Facebook. Andres Maiber, good morning. I hope you guys are doing well. Andres, been thinking about you guys a lot uh, recently. Um, yeah, I trust you and your wife are are doing okay. Uh, good morning to uh, Sam Porter as well on Facebook saying hello. Thank you so much. Good morning, Niels um, on YouTube as well as Andrew. Uh, so nice to see everyone jumping on board and greeting one another. Um, I see uh, uh, Johan Botma saying good morning from Utenag. Hello, Johan. Uh, nice to see you joining us uh, this morning as well. Uh, and Gary. Good morning, Gary. Uh, nice to see you. Um, hope you. Hope you're doing well your side. Uh, let us know how things are. Uh, good morning, Sammy, as well, um, on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, and Karen saying good morning from the city of George. Yes, uh, so nice to have all the Father's House communities uh, represented uh, this morning. Uh, I see um, Donne is, uh, is on Facebook as well. Donzi, so nice to see you and Rob on Sunday. How did you enjoy the message on relationships uh, on Sunday? We spoke about humility as one of the principles, one of the key principles uh, that God has given us in his word uh, that we can apply that help us experience God's best. Uh, for our relationship. So let us know what you thought of that um, of that uh, message, Danzi. It was so nice uh, to see you and Rob there. There's some really cool connect, uh, connections happening in Father's House Jeffrey's Bay at the moment. Um, God is doing some amazing things, and I really am excited to see um, what the next uh, little while looks like in the life of all of our Father's House churches. Uh, good morning to uh, Diane as well, saying uh, good morning from Bloemfontein, Diane Ross. Um, and Simone saying good morning from Ellis Russ. Oh, that's cool. Nice to see you. Uh, joining us this morning. Thank you. Um, Deline also from the city of George. Good morning. Uh, thank you so much for saying hello. As well as Catherine also from a fresh city of George. Yes, so nice to have uh, so many uh, different cities. Um, I think uh, George is having another gathering with Pastor George. I think it is on the 4th or 5th of September, somewhere there. Just correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, so uh, thankful to, uh, to to God for what he's doing and how how many uh, doors he's opening uh, for the gospel to reach people, right? We're not going to stop um, sharing the good news of what Jesus has done. Um, good morning, uh, Ruan Muller as well. Nice to see you. Good morning. I uh, hope to, hope to uh, catch up again with you soon. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for saying hello. Um, good morning to Pastor Mike Colley as well. Thank you so much for saying hello. Um, hello, Cheryl. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for, for greeting us this morning. Koeta uh, and Sandra, uh, as well as um, Liesl and Debbie, Cedar, everyone on Facebook this morning uh, saying hello. Thank you so much. Uh, planning to visit J-Bay when, when in SA in October. Janine, yes, awesome. I would lo- I'd love to, to uh, welcome you to, um, to Father's House Jeffrey's Bay. It's such an amazing <clears throat> um, community of people. And uh, they really do make it feel like home. You know, it's amazing how many people say whenever they visit a Father's House church, whether that's North End, Kareka, Cape Town, or Java, they all say the same thing. Everyone says it kind of feels like home. The people are very welcoming, very uh, open arms. So I really am thankful for that. Uh, this morning, uh, just as we have got about 40 seconds left before we start the stream, we're going to be looking at uh, a name of God um, that reveals, um, how can I say, without giving it away too early. But it's, um, 
it reveals a strength and a power of God for a for a specific purpose. So looking forward to that conversation. We're going to be in First Samuel, the book of First Samuel. So we're going to be heading there uh, soon. Really, I'm looking forward to sharing this one. Um, how have you guys experienced this this uh, series, by the way? How to encounter God uh, through the names of God. We hope it's been helpful uh, and it's opened up some fresh perspectives uh, on our wonderful creator. So we've got four seconds left. I'm ready to share the devotion with you. Uh, I'll see you guys in just a bit. So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our series talking about how to encounter God through the names of God. And today we'll be looking at the name Yahweh Saboth, or Saboth, which means the Lord of hosts. When God reveals himself to us by this name in scripture, it refers primarily to his strength in battle. It's kind of a military term. It has those connotations. And it implies that the Lord is the commander of all of heaven's armies, the one who goes forth mightily in battle. It's a powerful description of the Lord Almighty, our strong defender, the one who fights for us. And I'm sure most of us can think of some worship songs where we sing these words. The name of God, Yahweh Sabaoth, also declares that the Lord is the one who reigns over all the kingdoms of the earth. His dominion extends to everything on the earth, everything above the earth and everything below the earth. It's similar to the meaning of what the Apostle Paul was describing uh, in the book of Philippians when he spoke about Jesus, the humble servant king who laid down his life for sinners. Um, and God exalted him and gave him the, the, the name that is above every name. This is what it says in Philippians uh, 2 verses 9 to 11. It's a beautiful poem written about Jesus. It says, for this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It's a really beautiful a picture of, of, Lord, of Lord God Yahweh in his ruling dominion over all the kingdoms of the earth. And this term for God, this, this, this name Yahweh Sabaoth occurs uh, or appears over 250 times in the Old Testament. And it is also referenced in the New Testament. Uh, and the first time we see God revealed to us in this way is in the book of 1 Samuel. And we're going to get to that in just a bit. But I want to read two passages of Scripture for us this morning. Um, and that gives two contexts for how we can encounter God um, as the Lord of hosts uh, today. Because they're, they're vastly different, yet they're equally powerful. And I don't know about you, but there's certainly times in my life where it's good to be reminded of this aspect of God's nature. That he is able to show himself strong on behalf of those who fear him, that he fights for us because we all face various battles from time to time. And certainly as a nation right now, we are facing some pretty significant challenges collectively, right? So it becomes important to remind ourselves of this aspect of God's nature, that he is the ultimate ruler, the ultimate authority in all the world. And when we do that, we have, this is a way of of maintaining our confidence and our steadfastness in and through those challenges when they come. So let's have a look at, at two of these stories, uh, both in fact from the book of First Samuel. Um, and the first one is a well-known story of David and Goliath. You know, chances are if we had to ask, um, you know, a, a group of people um, in church which story they think 
or, or, or comes to mind that sort of best depicts God as the Lord of armies, chances are it would probably be the story of David and Goliath, right? or at least one of them. It's a powerful story revealing a powerful God fighting for his people. And in the story, as we know, the little shepherd boy David goes up against this mighty Philistine warrior, Goliath, uh, who's been threatening God's people day and night for 40 days. Every day he would taunt them and hurl insults at them and threaten them. Uh, and then David shows up, not dressed up for battle at all uh, in terms of the world's eyes or what, how, how his, uh, you know, even brothers would um, consider that he should be dressed up. But yet he knows full well who is fighting for him, the Lord of hosts. And he makes this statement to this uh, enemy Goliath in 1 Samuel 17 verse 45. It says, David said to the Philistine, you come against me with a sword a spear and a javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of armies. There it is, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of armies, the God of the ranks of Israel. You have defied him, and today the Lord will hand you over to me. <clears throat> I love that, the Lord of heaven's armies and the Lord who rules sovereign over every enemy. And according to the context of this passage, when we know in whose name we are fighting, it doesn't matter how strong the enemy might seem that is coming against us. We can be assured, <clears throat> excuse me, of the victory one way or another because of because we have Yahweh Sabaoth on our side, the Lord of armies fighting for us. And may we be encouraged this morning that God will be right there with you in your hardest battles, in front of your loudest and seemingly toughest enemies or difficulties as the Lord Yahweh Sabaoth the Lord of hosts, the one who fights for us. And secondly, in another, I guess, more private kind of context, let's have a look at the first time that we see God revealed to us uh, or, or revealing himself to us by this name in all of Scripture. It's also in the book uh, of First Samuel, but this time it's in chapter 1. And instead of David confronting a mighty Philistine warrior on the battlefield, the Lord is present to help a woman who is fighting a battle of a different kind a battle on a much more personal level. You know, she is without a child, you see, and in her distress and in her despair, she calls out to Yahweh Sabaoth to produce another kind of victory, this time of a very personal kind. And her name is Hannah. Many of us, I'm sure, will know the story and know where it's going. But Hannah prays this prayer in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 10 to 12. Deeply hurt, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept with many tears. Making a vow, she pleaded, Lord of armies. There it is. There's his description. Lord of armies. If you will take notice of your servant's affliction, remember and not forgive and not forget me and give your servant a son, I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life and his hair will never be cut. It's such a heartfelt uh, prayer of petition to the same God who is mighty in battle in a few chapters time. Yet in this story, we see his compassion to meet humble Hannah right where she is in a private moment of seeking the Lord for personal breakthrough. And as we know, Hannah would go on to conceive a son. The Lord was true to his promise. And the son's name was Samuel. And it would be Samuel who would later anoint David as king, the same man that defeated a Goliath on the battlefield. God is victorious in every season. Amen. And so as we um, consider this word, this, this name of God. May we be encouraged this morning that we can encounter God, Yahweh Sabaoth, in both the private arenas and the public arenas where we need him to show himself strong on our behalf.
He is the Lord over the personal struggles and he is the Lord over the collective battles that we might, might experience and might face from time to time. Friends, we can draw much faith and much hope from the truth that God, the mighty creator who we serve, is both Lord of the army and Lord of every person in the army. And he will deliver anyone who will call on his name, the Lord of hosts who fights for us. Amen. So I hope that encourages you this morning as you consider this wonderful name of God revealed to us in Scripture. Let's take a moment to pray before we head on up with the rest of our day this morning. Father, we thank you so much that according to Scripture, you are Lord of the armies. You are the mighty commander, our strong defender, the one who fights for us in every sphere, in every season, Lord. You are God who gains the victory on the public battlegrounds and you are God of the victories in private that we experience in our own walk with you. And we thank you that you are not far off. You are not distant. You are close beside us and you whisper the victory in our ear and you shout the victory on the battlefield as and when it's needed. God, we trust you. We trust you so much. We thank you that when we place our confidence, our hope in you, we will never be let down. For you will never disappoint us, Lord. You are always good and your love endures from generation to generation. And we stand firm in that, in that confidence this morning and face the challenges that are coming our way head on, knowing who it is that is fighting for us. For we come in the name of God, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies. And we thank you for that privilege. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen.